What's up, everyone? My name is Cody Smith, and this is the Create Yourself Podcast. This is your source for evidence-based fitness information, nutrition, mindset, or just weekly inspiration. I want to take this opportunity to thank you for spending some time with me today and taking information from me that you can apply in your life to achieve the results you are wanting. This podcast was made with the vision to provide free information to listeners who want to expand in their mind, progress in their life, and change their body for the better. This podcast is called Create Yourself Podcast for a reason. That reason is that I truly believe that anyone at any time can create themselves. Now let's get into today's episode and let's grow together. All right, what is going on everybody? Welcome back to the Create Yourself Podcast. Today, we're going to be jumping into a number of different things. More importantly, I want to discuss how much a person should work out. And then we're going to talk about like progressing in your strength training because um, I always like to give just a rundown as to, you know, you're just getting into fitness. You're just getting into this whole thing. Like, where should you start? What should your training look like? And then how to progress. And then if you're a coach listening to this, where should you start your clients and how to progress them properly? So uh, first thing we're going to jump into, and it's, it's a question that I get a lot, especially when I get new clients inside of the gym, they're always curious as to how much should they work out. And, and this is such a common question. And it's always going to be built on the back of, well, it depends. And this is, <laughs> that's probably a statement that I say 90 times a day and, and people get so frustrated with it but it really is because the, the like the individual approach that most people need inside of their workout prescription is so important because everybody's different everybody wants different things everybody has different lives different stressors i mean there's like a million different factors that we can jump into but there, there's so many things that affect how that question is answered from person to person and i think it's important that we understand that first before just a blanket answer is given. I mean, sure, I could sit here and be like, you, you know, you should train three days if you're looking for this. You, you should train four days, but but that's not the that's not a good answer, and I'd be completely negligent if I just gave some random blanket answer like that. <clears throat> so the first question I'm always gonna ask somebody is like, like, what does your lifestyle look like? Now, this is a big one because if you're a parent, for instance, you have a never-ending to-do list of things to take care of on a daily basis. I mean, like your daily obligations and behaviors are going to all affect what it takes for you to physically improve. Because at the end of the day, like your lifestyle, literally your lifestyle as a, as a person can break, you know, make or break your workout schedule. And trying to do more than you can handle on a daily basis is just going to mess with your adherence. And we all know that adherence is the most important thing inside of a training program. Like if you're not going to stick to it, then, you know, really, what are we trying to do? If, you've, if, you, if you're a parent and you have a highly stressful life and you're all over the place and you're, you're doing a million different things in a row or, or in, a, in a day schedule, you have no business trying to train five or six days a week. You're literally just going to run yourself into the meat grinder and you're going to like completely stop your results, get injured. I mean, you name it. There's going to be a myriad of things that you can run into. But always taking a look at your lifestyle first um, is going to be just a good step to take because your lifestyle needs to support the training program that you're doing and how many days that you're going to train every single week. If you don't have a lifestyle that is, you know, allowing you to recover from your training every single day and you're not having the proper the proper amount of time to, to do what you need to do anyways, it's likely that you're not going to stick to it and you're going to end up failing in the first place. And then as a coach, 
not having this part of the conversation with you is just only going to hurt you in the long run. So the next question I'll typically ask somebody is like, what is your work schedule? Because you know, we have to factor this in because if you're working 40 hours a week and you're trying to train five days a week on top of that, it's likely you're not going to be able to keep up. And then more than that, it's like also likely that you're not going to be able to recover. I mean, who can recover from you know, a 40-hour week, training two hours a day, six days a week, and then trying to stay on top of training and recovering just as hard as you train because that's something we, if I haven't beat that horse dead enough, recovering from your training is more important than the training in my opinion. Like if you're training two hours a day and you're doing nothing for recovery, you're actually not moving anywhere. You're just training to get the mental stimulation from that, which, you know, we can have the conversation about how that can be important as well. But making sure that your training fits your work schedule is going to be a, a big factor and something we need to pay attention to because we want training to be you know, enhancing your life and not taking from it. I mean, balancing a crazy amount of workout days and then balancing a busy work schedule will keep you with 100% certainty from getting great results. But if we pay attention to, you know, what type of work schedule we have every week and then blending that in with or blending our workout schedule in with that, it's likely that we're going to see great results. And in my opinion, most people train too much anyways. <clears throat> and, and I've talked numerous times on this podcast about being a, a recovering exercise addict. And, and it, you know, I joke a lot about that, but it was a reality for me. My, my life pretty much revolved around training. And I actually didn't very get very far. And and what I did happen, or what did happen to me, is, you know, adrenal fatigue, uh, mental fatigue. I started to hate the gym, which was something that I loved. I started to hate coaching. I mean, there was all these things that went wrong, and it's because you know I had a, a schedule as a coach. If you didn't know, if you're if you're if you're running a brick and mortar gym, you're not an online coach. You're going to be on your feet a lot. You're going to be helping clients pretty much all day. And then you know you throw in for me, I had remote clients on top of that juggling all of those things which was is my work schedule and then staying on top of my lifestyle and then trying to train six days a week for two to three four hours a day I wasn't getting around I was just hurting myself and then when I actually started training a little less I saw better results my body composition looked a lot better my relationship with food and family and co and you know and, and my team it just it improved so much by working out less and and fitting my workout schedule to the rest of my life essentially so um, trying to make your workout schedule fit in with your work schedule is going to be highly important. Sorry for that little rant, but a little tangent there. So we've got, how's your lifestyle? How's your, what's your work schedule like? The next question I typically ask people is, how's your nutrition? Because, you know, we're all guilty of it. We're all guilty of training really, really hard. And, you know, and this was me for a long time, trying to gear our nutrition or we'll say this, or not paying attention to our nutrition as well at, at all. And I can't even begin to tell you how important your food and your diet is inside of that. I mean, let, let, let's, let's run a scenario here. Like pretend you're, I don't know, 40 years old. You're working 40 plus hours a week. You have three kids, a spouse. You're a 185-pound male, and you're eating only 1,300 calories a day. And it's coming from Hungry Man or Marie Callender or you know Tyson, I'm probably gonna get in trouble for mentioning a name, or some sort of oven-baked good, right? You're barely not drinking any water. <laughs> you make the comment like, coffee has water in it, right? <laughs> you haven't eaten a vegetable since 1999, and the last time you sat down and ate in a mindful state that wasn't in a vehicle driving on the road um, was many, many years ago. We could probably agree that <clears throat> 
not having a workout pro or not having this as part of how many days you should train or not being in that conversation could completely and utterly smash your results. I mean, you may be sitting on in your car driving on the road or you may be listening to this and thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, she's totally talking about me. And if you are, I'm here to tell you that we need to take a look at how many days a week you're training and how long you're training per day. Because my, my, my point here at the end of the day is that your nutrition is, is the fuel of your body. Eating enough of the right foods in the right amount is important. And, and helping to determine you know, how much you're training every day um, is going to be purely based off, in my opinion, with your nutrition. And if you need help with that, go ahead and shoot me an email, Cody at CrossTheSevenCities.com. Let's start that conversation. Let's, you know, let's figure out what is best for you. I mean, it's as simple as that. Um, you know, we got to make sure that you're eating enough protein, you're balancing carbs and fats, you're eating veggies, you're eating fruits, and you're eating enough of it. Because I can't, I, I can count, I can think of one person that I've trained or worked with in their nutrition in the past two years, probably, that is eating enough food. You know, maybe they're eating quality food, but not enough. So paying attention to that or or putting your nutrition in the conversation around how often you should work out is going to be very important. Next question I'm going to ask is how much much are you sleeping? Okay, everybody wants the secret recovery modality. They want to buy the fancy gun, drink the fancy proteins, creatines, all that kind of stuff, but haven't slept seven hours consistently in years, right? We want to train all the time and we're not sleeping. Not a good choice. Sleep first, then train. I mean, and pretty much that's it. Sleep is where we heal. Sleep is where we grow. Sleep is a primary driver inside of your your performance and really your life, right? Like literally lack of sleep will cause like a poor mood. It causes more anxiety, depression, slower reaction times, decrease in performance, even just, and that's from even just lacking sleep for one day. At the end of the day, sleep, guys. We got to sleep. We got to get quality sleeps. It, it matters so much and how often you should train. I mean, seven to eight hours is ideal for most people. And, and I've had conversations in the past where people are like, you know, six hours of sleep, five to six hours is like my sweet spot. There's like, they did this study where there's literally like less than 1% of people in the entire world that can quote unquote function on five to six hours of sleep. I would argue, and I'm guilty of this as well, if you operate on five or six hours of sleep, it's just your normal you don't have any contrast as to, as to how you should feel. I mean, I, I feel fine most days as well sleeping. I mean, I, I have a new, I have a younger child. I've got two other children. None of them sleep. I'm always awake. I have a long, a long hour, stressful job, taking care of people all the time. You know, coaching is, is something you never really turn off. And I can't, you know, I feel fine, quote unquote, most days. But I can tell you that when I do sleep for seven, eight, nine hours, how amazing I feel when I wake up compared to how when I thought I felt okay. I mean, and, that, and it, I mean, we'll, we'll just stop it there. Sleeping seven hours is your minimum. If you're not getting that in, then um, it needs to be put into the conversation around like how often you're working out. I mean, trying to keep a workout schedule but not checking, taking a look at how much you're sleeping is super important. Now, the last question I'll typically gonna ask people is, um, what's your stress level? Right, being stressed literally like increases inflammation in your body, and it decreases your performance. I mean, work, life, kids, friends, coworkers—all um, these things cause stress. Uh, guess what else causes stress? Exercising. 
right? No need to add, you know, additional days of exercising um, when you've got tons of stress already. I mean, working out is a stress at the end of the day, and it's something that we need to remember because if we are stressed from exercising and we're pouring on that and we already have a full stress bucket, eventually that bucket is going to overflow and you're, you're, you're you know, you're going to burn out. So asking these questions, what are, you know, what's your stress, how often you're sleeping, your nutrition, your work schedule, your lifestyle, all of these things are super important. It's something that has to be in the conversation. Now, that being said, with all those questions being asked, I'm going to give you some general guidelines and then something that you uh, can use to take away from this conversation and you can apply inside of this whole question, okay? Um, if all of the factors above are taken in consideration, right? You know, you're sleeping like a boss, your nutrition is on point, your stress is being managed, <clears throat> your, your lifestyle is conducive to pretty much whatever you need, then the general guidelines are going to go like this. Like if you held a gun to my head, this is what I'm going to say. And, and remember, the, the factors above are just for you to gain awareness. It's, it, it doesn't have to be perfection, but at least paying attention to those things first before even jumping into the rest of this can can make you help you to make a better educated decision as to how often you should be training. Now, we'll go through this. I, we'll go beginner, intermediate, and, and uh, advanced inside of this. This is typically how I group people inside of my head when I answer the when I answer those questions, and then I move on to here. But beginners typically these are people that are training from like zero to two years. You know. If you're training under two years, no matter how advanced, and I'm talking like organized training, and we can group sports into this as well. If you are training under two years, it's likely that you're adapting very quickly and you're enjoying quick progress. Progress. In general, I think you should train like two to three times a week. You know, with four times a week being okay, if you're like closer to the two-year mark. Any more than that as a beginner, I find we can get, we can start to see a lot of the overuse injuries. We can start to see those nagging things or burnout, doing too much too soon. So I think beginners under two years, we're looking at like two to three, three, two to three times a week, 60 to 90 minutes, four times per week. If you're more towards the two-year mark and feeling, feeling pretty good, feeling pretty motivated, biofeedback still good, but that's a good place to start for most beginners. That's where a lot of my, me personally, my gym members start. When they're coming in a lot of them don't have any experience with training so when they come in they get their assessment they do their trial the question is always like you know how coach how much should i train i'm always gonna be like you know three days is gonna be probably ideal two minimum three at the most and then if you're feeling good there in a couple weeks let's have another conversation but i'll probably keep them at that two to three times a week mark for a good period of time now moving on from there we'll talk about intermediate clients so intermediates are people in my opinion that are you know two to five years of training, consistent training. <clears throat> now for them, two to four times per week is gonna be ideal. And again, just as with the beginners, five being okay if they're closer to the five-year mark. But me, I'll use myself as an example. I've been training consistently for probably, I don't know, eight to 10 years. We'll say somewhere in there, give it, you know, give or take. Eight to 10 years of consistent training for me. And I train four days a week. And I'm getting, getting better results than I did when I trained it six days per week because it fits all of those factors that we discussed above. So again, that's going to support this, this um, that's going to support my whole argument for most people training enough 
are, are not or tra are training too much. Apologize, a little tongue tied, a little tongue tied today. Still tongue tied. So intermediates, two to five years of training under your belt consistently, two to four times a week is going to be ideal. You can go to five when you're closer to that like five year mark. But my my question to you is going to be: Can you are your lifestyle are your the factors we discussed above being taken into account? Now, from there, let's talk about advanced and people who do this for some sort of performance-based sport. These are, you know, in my opinion, you shouldn't be doing any sort of sporting endeavor or any sort of advanced training endeavor around the, the, the whole fitness conversation unless you've been training for, you know, five-plus years. That means you've got a good, sufficient strength balance and you can express strength properly. You've done enough of the structural balance work. you build a strong enough aerobic system. If you're at like five plus years and you're getting ready for a specific event or, or you do a sport that is based around fitness, I think a good spot for you is going to be three to five days per week. Six, I, I really don't think anybody should train six days a week because I don't, in my opinion, I've not seen enough people that can recover well enough to handle six days a week. And this is even at the, the you know, I've seen CrossFit Games level athletes that can't do that. I've seen... Uh, Power lifters that can't do that, Olympic weightlifters that can't do that, professional boxers that can't, can't, can't keep up with that. So I think most people, five plus years, three to five days a week is going to be perfect. This level of person should make sure that they are prior, prioritizing their recovery factors, just as we discussed above, and they're able to really manage the fatigue in their body and their minds through training. Because at the end of the day, they we talked about this before, recovery and recovering from your training is more important than than your training as well as your nutrition, of course. So remember, the, those are just uh, those are just recommendations. I'm aware that this is not a one size fit all. I will tell you that grouping people into these categories has worked really, really well for me inside of my coaching practice. But again, this is just a starting point. It's a place for you to make you know, the best choices for your training frequency, um, lifestyle factors, sleep, stress, nutrition, and how long you've been working out all help to determine the answer around this question. I know I said it in the beginning of this podcast that I wanted to jump into progressing strength, but I am out of time, which means I'm going to leave you here. I hope you guys enjoyed the show today. And then as always, we'll talk to you next time. And that's a wrap for today's show. I want to thank you so much for listening to the show today. I know your time is valuable and I appreciate every minute that you spent with me. If you're new to the show, make, make sure to hit the subscribe button and to give us a rating and review on iTunes. This is how we grow this podcast and we continue to create amazing, impactful content for you. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram where I post daily motivational content and free training and nutritional information. And lastly, if you've been listening to this for a while and you're thinking about working with me and my team, email me at cody at crossfit7cities.com. Hope you have a great day and I'll see you next episode.